This is your wake up call. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Me and the mother, me and the- Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Amy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, today is Wednesday, middle of the work week. Yes, it is, man. And congratulations to Keisha Lance Bottoms. Oh. She uh, is the mayor of Atlanta. She won. won? Yes, she did. Drop on the clues bomb for Keisha Lance Bottoms. You know, I'm going to tell you how messed up we are sometimes. I woke up this morning. I look at my text. Nobody told me Keisha won. But but everybody's sending me a video from the shade room with Tyrese in the background of Keisha. Why why, why y'all ain't tell me she won? But well, I don't care I about Tyrese still, in the background. They haven't officially, officially announced it yet because it was really, really close. Oh. And so uh, Norwood said there was an unofficial count, and she's asking for a recount already before they officially oh, announced it. Oh, don't start this. Keisha Lance Bottoms already gave her victory speech and everything, but... Yeah, that's what I thought I saw. I thought it was a... I thought she, was, I thought she gave a victory speech. Yeah, don't start that. She won. Yeah, they're waiting for, <laughs> up, they're waiting for updates on the vote total later on in the week. Goodness huh? gracious. It was it was like a fifty percent fifty. She won by like a thousand or something like that. Well, yeah. She gave a victory speech already, but she didn't. Did she? I don't know if she won or not. Atlanta, tell us if she won or not. Y'all would know better than us. <laughs> I don't know. Atlanta, did, she, did Keisha Lance Bottoms win? Huh? I think I think she won. Tyrese being in the background of her victory uh, party is not a good sign. No. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. with you. I have some ether for you in a little bit. Yeah, I have a you feeling. Keep, you keep playing with that. You, you listen. Go ahead. Do it. I dare him. Charlamagne ain't jumped out the window in a long time. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, shout to health coverage. I want to shout to health coverage. You know, yesterday I had a pain in my side, right? And I thought thought it was my appendix. I said, my appendix is is bursting. So I went to the doctor, and the doctor said, first of all, your appendix is not on your left side. Your appendix is on your right side. Oh, God. You could have Googled that. I didn't know that. But you know when people say, I said, my my side hurt, and my mom be like, oh, it's your appendix. You better go to the emergency room before it busts. So I went to the doctor. The doctor said, look, man, you just got a little gas, man. It's Taco Tuesday. You just got a little gas. All you had to do was fart? Pretty much. Okay. That was easy for me. So that, you know, but, you know, I, shout out to I ran right to the doctor. I, I don't run to the doctor for do. anything. I'm a hypochondriac. I do the same thing. If I feel any little pains, if what? I see if I see something happen to somebody on the news, I start thinking it could happen to me. So I go to make sure I, I'm good. You and me both. I do it all the time. I ran, I called my wife. I said, make appointment now. She nothing, was like, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, all right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Uh, Caesar from Black Ink Crew will be joining us this morning. Oh, yes, that show. Season 6 debuts tonight. Seems like it's season 22. Seems like they've been on air a long time. You know what? They time. show those reruns nonstop. That's probably part of what it is. Mm. It's a good like, franchise. Every time you turn on VH1, Black Ink is on. Solid franchise. That's All what right. you want from a TV show. We'll kick it with Caesar And uh, from Page News, what are we talking about, you? We'll be talking about Trump's decision in Jerusalem and how that is, could potentially affect everyone. All right. We'll get into all that and more. Keep it locked. It's Gucci Mane. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, tell us what's going on in Atlanta, Yee. 
Yes, well, you know, it was a huge race for the mayor yesterday, and it looks like at this point, Keisha Lance Bottoms is the winner, which is what we all wanted. Mm -hmm. But Mary Norwood is already calling for a recount. It was really close. It was less than a thousand votes difference between them. So that means they automatically have to do a recount because it's too close to really call at this point in time. You know, this happened to uh, Norwood before when she lost to Kasim Reed. She requested a recount. It was a very slim loss back then, too, in 2009. So she's no, no stranger to this happening. But right now, it looks like Keisha Lance Bottoms is the winner. She likely will be, but they are still going to do a recount. I mean, she already gave a victory speech. And from what I was just told, uh, they running ads in Atlanta saying she won. So I would hope they wouldn't do all of that. Yeah, we'll she, go, we'll <laughs> she didn't win. Now, let's talk Donald Trump. What's he doing now? Yes, Donald Trump has decided to make Jerusalem, recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. And he's also going to relocate the U.S. Embassy there from Tel Aviv. Now, how does this affect us? Well, what they are saying right now is that there's a lot of downsides to that. There are fears that that action will trigger violence against Americans and U.S. interests. And there's uh, also going to be... Uh, three days of rage across the West Bank. So Jerusalem is now warning Americans to be wary of demonstrations after Palestinian factions are calling for those three days of rage. This could also potentially damage American foreign policy goals and relationships there. So Donald Trump. And we'll be the only ones to have our, um, to be, have our U.S. consulate in Jerusalem. So. All right. I don't last, even know what that means. I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all. The U.S. Like Embassy in, in Jerusalem. Okay. All right, now let's talk about this Oklahoma Is going to be open on Sunday? No. <laughs> that's not going to happen. All right. Well, in Oklahoma, the police department released body camera footage of a former state senator, Ralph Shorty. He was caught in a hotel room with an underage boy days after he did oh, plead goodness. guilty to child prostitution and pornography charges. The footage shows the police knocking on the door of that room. And he's a Republican, by the way. And the underage male police said they went to the room after receiving a welfare check call placed by the teen boy's father. So the kid has been, I guess, prostituting himself out, oh uh, is what goodness. they are saying. How old is the boy? Uh, I don't know exactly how old he was, but we do know that he's underage. So dude already had got caught and he went back and did it again? No, he, yeah, he already had got, gotten caught. Uh-huh. With a, having a pornography, child prostitution and pornography charges. And then the police went to the hotel room and found him with an underage boy. Man, he's committed. I think he he's was 17, he was 17 years old. And they said he hired the 17-year-old boy for sex. Oh, he's committed. Jesus Christ, he got an addiction. My goodness. All right, well, that's front Just page got caught. news. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Or if you feel blessed and want to spread some positivity... 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Star calling from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Seven five seven eight zero four. Get it off your chest, Mama. I want to say I'm blessed to see another day, another year. Today I turned twenty three. So I'm excited. Hey. Hey. Happy birthday, Mama. Age Thank is a blessing. You. Age is a blessing, boo. Enjoy your day. Thank you. You guys too. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Why Stephanie you sound so pissed mad. this morning? Who, me? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not mad. Oh, okay. She okay. says, I'm this blessed. is Stephanie. This is her, every, her everyday <laughs> voice. All right, what's up, Steph? I'm blessed because I have awesome family members. I have my sister, Valerie, her daughter, Brianna, and her daughter, Tanisha. I mean, 
my sister Valerie, her daughter Brianna, and her daughter Tanisha in my life. Valerie and Tanisha take care of, I mean, Valerie and Brianna take you care of You don't me. even know who take care of you. You, you love these people so much, but you can't remember who these people are. I just woke up, honey, and I heard your call. So I wanted to call you. Let me tell you something, baby. You should not um, <laughs> talk to nobody until you have some coffee or green tea first. Yeah, you got to do some, like, do 10 push-ups. Okay. Get the blood flowing. I did it. I did it. Just that fast, huh? <laughs> that fast. Yep. No right. doubt. Yeah, I'm quick like that. Thank you, well, Steph. we love you, boo. Have a good day, Steph, all right? You too. Bye-bye. Hello, who's this? Good morning. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, God. Welcome good morning. back to this friend. This Fred from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, calling, checking in with you. What's up, Fred? Get it off your chest, bro. Uh, I'm the same guy who called a few weeks ago. I left my house because my girl wouldn't stop gambling at Potawatomi Casino, and I'm back at my mama's house. Okay. But I just want an easy to drop one of clues bombs to me. I've been going from home for a month, and I just got my first piece of poom poom since I left home. Hey. Hey. Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations, hey, young man. Hey, y'all just stay praying for the young man, and I'm trying to stay positive. God bless, and I love y'all. How it smell, though? Uh... I guess it was mediocre. I give her a five. <laughs> <laughs> he took anything. All right, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you, sir. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, from uh, Jacksonville, Duval. Your phone sound crazy. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Oh uh, yeah, um, I uh, I was I was calling. I'm happy to I'm happy to be walking this earth. Uh, and um, and and uh, the only problem I got, well, not problem, but one thing I want to discuss is that y'all y'all uh, enlight enlighten me. I can say for me, y'all enlighten me so well on on things going on around in the hood and 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 around the the world, uh, you know, United States. But only problem I got this morning is uh, Charlemagne is a bright young a bright young fella, and and I I I don't understand the problem with the teasing or the cracking jokes with uh, Tyrese. And it sounds like he got a mental illness. I don't know. Man, Ty, man, stop it. Tyrese ain't got no mental illness. Tyrese full of feces. All right. And by the way, if you think that he's got a mental illness, that has nothing to do with him incriminating himself yesterday by saying he committed marriage fraud. Yeah, but mental illness, how, how do we know if you're mental or not? Oh, you know what I'm saying? We don't know, but the, the signs he's showing to me, the signs of mental illness. He's, he's, you know, I, I, you know, I, uh, I, I don't know. Okay, you just don't like him coming at his former friend who might be mentally ill. Friend or not, you know, mental. It just seems like it's mental. I don't know him personally. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not no neurologist or nothing of that nature. But to me, it just if I didn't know him, I didn't know. And I see this guy carrying on the way he carry on. I would say, oh, this guy's mental. Why, why, why can't, what, what happened to people just being full of feces? Why everything got to be mental illness? But is nowadays? this out of character? Because he wasn't like this before. Yes, he was. Sorry. And you said it. Off the off the air all the time. No, he he's was been not, like not this. Like this. Come yes, on he now. has. This is next level. He was not like no, doing it, stuff like this. I, I hope he does get help if he has a problem. But c- certain things just don't add up. He's and, just and a I liar. Love to death, but certain things just don't add up. Like you just don't because somebody tells you to take these pills. You just take pills. Like, hey, listen, he's just, just a lot of things just don't add up. I hope just, he does get help. I hope everything works out for him. Stop I love it. the death, but stop it. This why people. This why guys like him don't ever get any better because nobody tells them the truth. He's just a liar. He's full of feces. All right. Stop being full of feces and. It'll be okay. Remember how you went to the doctor because you thought your appendix was going to burst? Yes. He don't got mental illness. He's just full of feces, all right? That's all. <laughs> feces. I want to say the S word, so feces. whatever. Feces. Feces. Is what he's saying. 
There you go. There you go. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is your boy Smiley, man. Report live from the bottom. From South Florida, 1800 block. All right, Smiley. Hey, what's Smiley, up, man? You what early? you smiling about? Um, I'm smiling because it's beautiful and I'm alive. I'm riding around and I'm getting it early in the morning and I'm live with y'all. Oh, man, you know how long I've been trying to get through with y'all. I'm nervous when I'm shaking, about to run the red light. Where you what's going this bro? morning, man? Where you, off your way? Where you on your way to, bro? Due to the grounds that it might incriminate me, I'm running errands. You running errands at six in the morning. I ain't mad at you. You and your grizzly. I, yeah. No, I just want to vent out to the world like, wow, world, why y'all doing me like this here? I've been doing the Instagram comedy thing for a good little minute now. Really, not a year to change. And I'm still and I'm still stuck on 11, 1,100 followers. What's I, I, up, man? Have some patience, bro. Damn. What you mean? I've been doing it for a little minute. You've been doing it for a year, and you think you're supposed to blow up? <laughs> you want to be as big as Fat oh, Boy? boy. Uh-huh. You want to be as big as DC Young Fly? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It takes some time, sir. You'll be surprised. Hey, can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? Charlemagne, you the man. Envy, I've been uh, I've I've been following y'all radio station ever since I was in high school to the point where we was recording it. We're recording it on the A track. You feel me? On the A track. That's a damn. Yeah, line. yeah. Where, where, what home, station bro. was this on? Bro, this club came up in the digital <laughs> world, sir. I don't know what that <laughs> no, no, is. No, 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 no. It's ain't to the track. I'm talking about on the on the cassette. We grew up in a digital world. We came up. What are you talking about? I don't know. Nobody got no goddamn cassette player. I thank you, bro, man. You you stay grinding. That's a cassette. All right, get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes. Imagine you think you're out on a date night, only to find out that the person that you're with just had a baby with their fiance. We'll tell you who this just happened to. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Eminem. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Eminem has a new album, as you should know by now, coming out on December 15th next week, Revival. And they have released a track listing for that album. Of course, we've already heard Walk on Water featuring Beyonce. Other people on there, Ed Sheeran's on the album, Alicia Keys, Skylar Gray, of course. Kalani's on here. Pink is on here. Um, fresher. Fresher. That I was going to get to that. That was the last one I was going to say, Brooklyn's own. Dropping a clues bomb for the young man, Fresher. Fresher. He's on a song called Chloroseptic. I see 2 Chains didn't make the album, though. Mm-hmm. It was, that, that was a big deal, and they took a picture together. Yeah, they did work together, so who knows what's going to ever happen with that song. They said with the Fresher record, they said uh, M called for Fresher's producer to do the record, and then when they did the record, he was like, no, I need Fresher on the hook, so. Smart. So that's dope. I can't wait to hear that record. Who's Fresher's producer? I don't know. Oh, smart young man. I guess like, maybe one of the people oh, that did Fresh's record. All right. Well, that's dope for him. So yeah, shout dope. out to Eminem. All right. Rita Ora. This happened. Now, apparently she put out a picture with Conor McGregor and she said date night and she added him on it. <sighs> Only problem is that he did just have a baby earlier this year with his longtime girlfriend who he's been with for nine years. And that had everybody in a tizzy on social media, of course. Now, one of Conor McGregor's uh, sparring mates, actually sparring partners, Artem Labov tweeted out, Sorry, Rita, burgers are nice, but not when a man has a steak at home. Damn. <laughs> it's all beef, though, at the end of the day. Just about what you're in the mood for. All right, that's so. All. That's all. 
You shouldn't have used burgers. You shouldn't have used fries or something. Use a side. You know what I'm saying? You don't eat, <laughs> but burger is an entree. Come on now. After that, Rita Ora then posted a picture with Donatella Versace and said, last night with my real date, hashtag Donatella Versace. Now, a rep for Rita Ora has said that she was just saying date night as a figure of speech. She said she also posted pictures with other people that were selfies and said date night as well. So nah, she didn't come on, Rita. You're smarter it. than that now. You can't just be throwing the word date night around, all right? Right, and then, you know what's interesting after that? Then she posted a picture with Andrew Watt. I guess that's her boyfriend and uh, the two of them together. So I guess it's not- after all that happened, she wanted to make sure people knew that she does have a boyfriend and she made it official on Instagram. She's trying to clean it up. Yeah, everybody always looking for a hashtag. See, hashtag date night is great, but you could just put hanging out. Just yeah. put hanging out. Just chilling. Look that's who it, I see. That's it. Kicking it. Right. Look who I ran you into. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to say date night. You wanna, everybody want to hashtag something. <laughs> Yeah, she could have said something funny, but yeah, so things got a little crazy. Now, congratulations for Asad Khaled. He is now going to be the youngest person ever on the cover of Paper Magazine. <laughs> Listen, little Asad is killing it. I don't know I if you guys Asad saw the cover there. of a, of um, Paper Magazine with Asad on there, but he's also all in the magazine. It's their digital issue, but super cute pictures. Yeah, so I'm going to grow up and not even want to be in the business at <laughs> all. He's like, I don't want no parts of this music business, this industry, nothing, daddy. All right? You spoiled it for me early. You know, Asad uh, already has like almost 2 million followers, so. <laughs> all right, Tupac. There's a picture of him, and people have been talking about this picture. It's a full frontal shot of Tupac, so basically a penis picture, and his ex, I guess, is trying to sell that for $7,500. That's what she wants to do. finger was pointing? Never mind. What? Who, whose finger's that? Uh, okay, so I'm going to tell you yeah, what happened. explain that picture. How do you so, prove that's Tupac's penis? This photo was taken in the middle of a house party. They said that Tupac would try to shock his friends by exposing himself <laughs> all the time, and at this particular night, Tupac's girlfriend said, I'm going to take a picture if you don't cover up. So he didn't cover up, and that's how that picture actually happened. So y'all can be here playing around all y'all want, then somebody take a picture, and now that is being sold for $7,500. So a rock and roll auction house is accepting offers if you want to get that picture. So if she can't get the asking price, then the woman is going to let that picture go to the highest bidder. See, the thing is, uh, you know, with all the sexual assault allegations mm-hmm. and sexual harassment allegations, Tupac's not alive for that lady to say Tupac exposed himself in front of me at some point in my life. So she's just like bumping. I'm just going to auction off the picture. She's going to make a dime or a coin or get some attention some way, somehow. Well, yeah, she has other pictures, too, from that particular party that she's trying to sell, but there's just one piece. If Pac was alive, she'd have just said Pac whipped out in front of me and masturbated. Okay? Mm. Being that he's not here. I'm surprised. He's just auctioning off pictures of his penis. Pac's estate can't stop it. Isn't that his picture? I'm surprised that people still have high-definition pictures of Pac's penis in 2017. (laughs) All right? That was the 90s. That was probably taken with a Polaroid. Why is that in in HD? That's what I want to know. (laughs) Like, that makes no sense to me. Like, Pac... Pac lived a long life for somebody who was only here 25 years, man. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. I've been alive a long time. I ain't got no penis pics. All right. Okay. All right, well, let's get in front page news. What are we talking about next? Uh, we are going to be talking about Atlanta and the new mayor of Atlanta. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now let's talk Atlanta's newest mayor. Yes, voters in Atlanta uh, were happy to find out, most of them, that Keisha Lance Bottoms will be the new mayor of Atlanta. Now, I love her last name, The too. other candidate... Very fitting for Atlanta. Mary Norwood is calling for Stupid. a recount because it was a very, very, very close race. 
And so according to Norwood, it's not over yet. And they are going to do that recount. But Bottoms is still celebrating. Check it out. We started this campaign more than 12 <laughs> months ago. And after talking to thousands of voters across this city, you all decided that our campaign was the one that you should support. When all odds seemed against us, you all stood with us. One Atlanta, as we stand tonight, united as one Atlanta. Hey, man, Bottoms is still celebrating in Atlanta. <laughs> Drop one of Clues bombs for the Bottoms. <laughs> She said she went with uh, less than 1,000 votes? Yeah, it's less than 1,000 votes wow. that she won by. So that's why they are going to end up doing the recount. But, I mean. Finally, some bottoms win in Atlanta. Stop it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Finally. All right. Now, YouTube is hiring 10,000 people, and they want to police offensive videos that's on YouTube because there's all kinds of content. I'm sure you guys have seen of people on the side just saying crazy things. There was things on YouTube previously where people were promoting terrorism and David Duke had videos up there. People were promoting David Duke. Also, there's people that go on there and leave nasty, inappropriate, disgusting, like, comments on kids' videos. So pedophiles will go on there and say disgusting things as well. So now they're hiring 10,000 people that will police YouTube content. That's smart. Yeah, it's about time. I'm surprised they haven't been did that, so... All kinds of issues. All right, and I know you guys have seen the fires that have been growing very quickly in Southern California. Tens of thousands of people had to flee their homes yesterday as brush fires uh, went through. So there's fires breaking out all across the region in Southern California. What happened to Smokey the Bear commercials? Remember when they used to have Smokey the Bear commercials and they used to be like, only you can prevent forest fires? I don't know what happened to They need to, to run, start running those in California again, man. All right, it's hard to prevent, though. They just spread so brush quickly fires, with yeah. the winds and everything. All right, well, um, that's your front page news. All right, when we come back, Caesar from Black Ink Crew will be joining us. Do you guys to watch that, Black Ink Crew? Yeah, you know, no. season six starts tonight. Okay. Caesar, well, my man, no, but I don't watch the show. All right, we'll talk to Caesar when we come back. Don't move, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes. From Black Ink Crew season 22, Caesar. <laughs> yeah, Caesar's still out here having sex with a whole abundance of women like it's the early 2000s. <laughs> now, what episode season are we on? What, what season? Man, was it season six? This is season six. I think we passed 100 episodes already. Jeez. Has it been profitable? Yeah, very profitable. Word, word, word. For your tattoo business or? from the show? Both. Okay. Both, you know what I mean? Like, you've been on TV for, like, what, six years now? Mm -hmm. It's a blessing to be here so long. Like, a lot of people don't make it that long on reality TV. You know? And fortunately for me, I've been able to turn to a business opportunity. What about the spinoff shows? Do you eat off those two? I eat off all. I eat off anything that's named Black Ink. I own the whole Black Ink brand. Wow. So, yeah, so anything called Black Ink from Chicago to Black Ink New York to the other Black Inks that we're doing, everything is me. Or, yeah. All right, now let's get into your personal life because that's all on the show as well. So what's the status with you and Duchess right now? Because you guys were engaged. Yeah, y'all engaged, right? Nah, right. that was, that was, that was. But you yeah, got some girl pregnant. Nah, I ain't getting no one pregnant. Because I saw it. Okay, so that's a definite. That never happened. You it, didn't know who I, that person I, was. I never, never seen that person. Never heard of that person. Don't even know what that story is about. Honestly, I don't know where that came from. Mm -hmm. But for real, like, if you if you was with somebody for that long, it could it should have been some type of makeup or something like that. Like, yo, really really hear out the story. Mm -hmm. Let's see if it's really true. Not no woman just comes up and say, you got your, you got my sister pregnant and she had an abortion for you. Like, it sounds crazy. But then there was also the evidence on the computer. Now, let's talk about that because there were some screenshots 
on your computer. Duchess actually took your computer mm-hmm. and broke it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were some screenshots of, of some vagina pictures and all of that. So were I mean, those pictures... I'll be honest with you. I'm be. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I don't know where the vagina pictures came from. Mm-hmm. Like I could sit here. Like <laughs> no, no. For real, for real, like, he got vagina pictures on his. I don't know where they came from. Caesar, you're not talking to your girl. I don't know where they came from. Somebody just airdropped you some. <laughs> it probably happened. I don't know. Yo. And why people don't know? It, it was whole conversations like, "Yo, are you coming to Atlantic City? I'll come meet up with you and all of that." So uh, those weren't conversations you ever had. Nah, they were just on your phone. Nah, nah. Those was honestly, they was never on my phone. I never ever met up anybody in Lang City. Like, I'm not the Lang City type of dude. Like, I'm not trying to sit, trying to floss anything. But all that, I go to Vegas or something like that. Why go to Lang City? Like, it's broken down and hurt right now. Like, at the end of the day, she knew what it was. I knew it was. Like, it's ironic. Like, somebody just pops up a, a year after you opened up the shop that helped you to build and say, oh, she's pregnant. And you just run off saying, oh, you got somebody pregnant with no evidence. You're not even suspecting me of even having affair. Like, if people know me, they know mm-hmm. I'm a businessman. Like, I work. I go home. I work again. I'm opening up multiple shops. There's no way I could sit there and be playing with vagina all day and be doing what I was doing. You seem like you're playing with it for a good portion uh, of the yeah, day. I mean, oh no, hold on. I'm single now. I, I got I got a lot of I got a lot of time. You know that yeah. quality time that you used to put into that woman that you cared about. Now I got all that time to play around and run my business. Oh yeah, because you was in a relationship for so long. I was in a relationship for five years. So you never cheated. So what happened? So why did no, you? No, never... I ain't never said I never okay, cheated. I'm just asking. Like I messed up once. I could admit to that. Like okay. I'm never one person to sit there and say, Yo, I'm I'm at fault. This I could take responsibility for it. I'm like, yo, I messed up. I do whatever it is to fix it. But after that situation, you know what you're at risk to lose. So why would you sit there and put yourself in that type of predicament, especially if someone that you're trying to build an empire with? Mm-hmm. If you sit there in the, in the middle of the night, you talk to your show and be like, yo, I don't really care about none of this. I really care about building, about making a, a, a empire. Like, I'm really trying to do something different. Like, there isn't nobody who's ever been a mogul of the tattoo industry. A black, white, period. You know what I mean? I'm trying to do something different. So for me to sit there and tell her, actually, like, yo, for real, for real, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this with you, and then turn around and just be getting somebody pregnant or something like that. That sounds like a contradiction on myself. You think mixing business and pleasure? Would you do that again? Uh, no, nah, I don't think I'll ever do that again because it's just too much that that could have been risked. Like, think about it. like right now because she was with me so long, she thinks she could have half of my empire. I was already set when you got here, and people get people get confused. Like, Duchess never made me. At the end of the day, Duchess found me in a magazine that I was already in, Urban Inc., the first Urban Inc. I was already set to be somebody in this tattoo industry. When people sit there and say, oh, you been holding me back, I could have did this and I could have did that, you turn around a year later, what you doing? I'm I'm moving out here. I'm opening up shops. I'm about to open up four new tattoo mm-hmm. shops in four new states. Like, I'm not sitting here talking that, oh, I'm so mad. So Duchess wants half? She wants some of your... Yeah. Yo, she wanted half, bro. Like, we was married. So what do you mean she wanted half? She wanted half of all my shops. I got four shops right now. Mm-hmm. I got Atlanta, Orlando, and two in New York. I'm about to open up four more. D.C., New Orleans, Houston, and... <laughs> 
it's going to sound crazy, but Miami coming up real Why soon. Why does that sound crazy? Because, man, some people don't expect that of me. Like, I'm going to have eight shots by, by before the summer. Why? Um, I, re- I want that for you. Yeah, you're, that's you're a young black entrepreneur. I, yeah, you want it, but you know what I mean? I'm coming from the hood. Some people be thinking like, yo, see, you really doing it like that? Yeah, I'm doing it like that. I'm not sitting here going out buying no Bentley or buying a $100,000 chain. There you go. I'd rather sit there and flipping in businesses. You got that chain on, though. That ain't no cheap chain on. Oh, no. Nah, like, you know, you got to spend a little something. I ain't doing like you, you know I mean? Mean? You, you taking all types of trips and whatnot. I'm like, wow, man, I need to go there. So, so now, how, how does that work with you opening up the shops? Because you are the face of the shop, so people want to see you. They want to get tattoos from you, so you got to travel the shop, the shop, the shop frequently. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of no sleep. Like to, today, after this interview, I got to fly to Atlanta, check on my Atlanta shop. You know, we're going to have to premiere down there because the first episode is basically all Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then I got to come back up here, film. Then I got to go check my Orlando shop. Then I got to check on other properties, you know, because I'm trying to build up these other shops. Now, what about the, does it turn people off sometimes when they watch the episodes and they see people fighting? in the shop because I know sometimes I'm like damn they ain't going way too hard like I you don't know, know I ain't gonna under, like for real for real it took me like two seasons to get past that because I didn't I didn't really want to do this TV thing because mm. with all that drama thing it's like it it, it, it it takes away from the business it takes away from the tattooing and I had to get past that so a lot of times when after that second season after it stopped I had to go on tour I had to, I had to do a tattoo tour and show people like we really have skills we start winning awards and all like we're people don't know that we're award winning tattoo shops mm-hmm. like every single one of my shop every single person in there won awards in multiple situations as dealing with tattoos so a lot of times people don't understand like that's part of that's part of the engine like you gotta have drama for a show like like Black Ink or or, 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 or any reality show to be popping so people will watch and actually once I get that once I get people attention my job is to make you understand that we're, we're a tattoo shop too alright we got more with Caesar from Black Ink Crew so don't go anywhere it's Pharrell with Frontin that was Pharrell with Frontin morning everybody it's DJ NV Angela Yee Charlamagne the God we are the Breakfast Club from Black Ink Crew we have Caesar in the building and what do you do about kids I'm, I've been seeing a lot of uh, little kids. Caesars running around what? <laughs> <laughs> no, not your little kids, but I've been seeing a lot of kids getting tattoos. Like, I, I thought there was a, a particular age, maybe 16 or 18, but I'm seeing 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds have, having tattoos. Uh, I'm not even going to lie to you. In certain states, New York is probably, like, the, the most, like, regulated state as far as the age thing. I know in certain states like Maryland, you're 14, your parents sign off and you get tattooed. Mm. Like, it's just it's a different type of... It's, all around the whole United States, the law for tattooing is different. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, when I finish opening these shops, I want to get into, like, the government branding of the whole tattooing industry. It should be some type of regulation for the whole nation because there's situations where people catch infections and stuff like that, right. and there's no one to sit there and tell that shop they got to close that or penalize them. You could sit there and just change your name, and you'd be a whole new shop, and you just chop somebody's whole arm off. Mm. I mean, so it's, it's a different. Do you feel bad when you look at back at some of the episodes and you see Duchess crying over you and, you know, does that ever make you feel bad? I'm just asking because clearly you guys were in love at one point and you were together for five years and you've done things that really have hurt her. Um, have I? I look back now, I'll be honest with you, 
I look back now and I laugh at some of the stuff that I really fell for. Because in hindsight, you got to understand, like, when you're in love, you really don't see certain things. And when you sit back, like, the Miami situation with Donna and everything. Oh, she cheated like, on you. Yeah, exa- all mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? Like, you sit back and you start looking at hindsight like, whoa, I was a sucker. Like, at the end of the day, it was all a learning experience with, with, with Duchess. I was really in love with her. Like, I could sit there and tell you, like, I, I love that woman and I'm glad that we both got to sit there and experience it. But... We wasn't for each other. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we both split up. As soon as I split from her, I, I was doing more things. When salsa people, dancing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm salsa dancing. I'm exploring things. I'm opening up shops. Like, I'm getting to live my life more than living my life for somebody. And that's the only difference between now and then. Like, I was living for someone. I was trying to make somebody else happy. I was trying to appease them because that was supposed to be my other half. That's why I opened up her shop. She has her I, own shop, right? Yeah, the shop that I gave her. Pretty, yeah, whatever that now, I I open up her own because you know sometimes it'd be crazy because you be sitting back looking at interviews like damn word that's how you feeling shorty like damn for real is I'm, she gonna be on the next season too oh no nah, it's quiet that's my TV show we mentioned her and whatnot because she got that lawsuit but it's quiet for that man shorty tripping yo when you start thinking oh you made yourself you did this for yourself and I'm not even the type of guy to be like I made you I did this but you don't show no type of credit and then when you get from me it's like yo. F him, F this, F that. It's like, I understand. Understand the game. It's what's up. I learn from it later. Well, can she be with another guy? Oh, hell yeah. She be with multiple guys. Oh, they ain't on me. Mm-hmm. They like, at the end of the day, we both move past. Like, I, I can't see myself ever rekindling anything well or ever going back down that path because it's like, I never, I never go back. Once I, once Probably if her shop gets bigger than your shop. It she got a shop in North Carolina, right? It can't happen, bro. I got multiple <laughs> shops. It's never going to happen. I gave her that shop. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a difference. Like, when you sit here and give a person a mentality, like, Yo, you need to open up your own. You need to have this. And nobody else knowing. You keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like, two years later, what's moving? How many how many shops has she moved yet? I'm about to be on eight. She's still on one that I gave her. She's still catching up. Like, I'm not trying to be no jerk or no but facts is facts. Bro. Do you hope her shop gets closed down? Nah, I hope for the best, bro. That's the only reason why I ain't moving to North Carolina. If I'm moving to North Carolina, that shit gets shut down. She in North Carolina now, right? Yeah. She so why shit. not just help her enhance hers? Because Shorty don't want. She sat there and said she did everything on her own. She's trying and, to get half of his stuff. Yeah, man. and then she turns around and tries to, like, you imagine you ain't never married somebody, you've been with someone, and you thought about marrying, and then they turn around and be like, nah, I want to be with you, but I want to take half. Right, right, like, right. nah, I ain't doing Can that. Can they do that? Can somebody do that? Yo, that's what I was wondering. So my lawyer's like, nah, she can't do that shit. <laughs> hey, y'all really don't like each other, but you love her, though. You still love her. No, nah, I ain't that. I don't like her. It was just that. You still like, love her. You can see it. No, no, no. I still got love for Shorty. No doubt. Like, once you love her. That's how they say they still love him. I, I still got, got love, love for Shorty. I still got love for Shorty. I don't want nothing bad to happen to her. I don't want bad to happen. But I ain't giving a half. Right. I'm not giving a half to say the fuck out my way at the end of the day. Because as I feel like this, there's certain things she's done to not just me, to other members of my crew and my family that don't make no sense trying to be vindictive. Mm-hmm. It's like, shorty, we know you now. Like, before you was putting up a whole facade for five years, we know the true you. I don't want to deal with the true you. Mm-hmm. Now, um, let's talk about Carly Red because there's rumors that she's going to be on this season because you were dating Carly Red for some time. Is she going to be on <laughs> season six of Black Ink? Uh, yeah, Carly makes an appearance, a <laughs> very short appearance. Why are you laughing like that? <laughs> are y'all still together? I know she popped up on you and caused yeah. all kinds of drama. That's what Carly does. How do you does. meet Carly Rae? Um, <laughs> it's 
like, how can you say Why do you keep laughing? Man? <laughs> I know, why? I'm trying to figure out so... how to say this because when you first open up Atlanta and you that type of, you get like, you get like gifts and, and Carly's like one of the first gifts. She's like, you're welcome to Atlanta gifts. Like when you see Carly, he's like, oh, this is my first piece of Atlanta. I bet. That's about it. I bet you didn't he do said, nothing at first for a while. She was my gift. You, Who is the people get gifts like you a and Carly, bottle of champagne? I thought you guys were having some type of celibacy relationship at Yo, first. that was some weird because I didn't even know what that damn word was. You know? <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? <laughs> then, my, then Ted took put me on. I was like, hold on. She said we ain't doing nothing? Oh, you tripping, shorty. That's why I had to get away from her. Yo, she tripping. All that stuff. I don't know what the hell she was on. Mm. All right, so I guess that relationship is over, safe to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to see you get man. a bottle of champagne as a gift. Mm-hmm. Nah, you got to come to Atlanta, man. Well, nah, you're married, married right now. You can't come to Atlanta. Caesar, you kind of running through. Over there? You yeah. might need to give your penis a break, man. I was thinking yeah, about it. Before you catch an STD, man, I told you, <laughs> you out here having sex like it's the early 2000s. Them days is overseas. <laughs> I know. I've been trying to settle down, but it ain't happening right now. No, now you haven't. It don't seem like it. Now, I'm going to settle down one day. I just don't know what day it is. Now, if somebody came in and said, I want to get a tattoo on my penis, would you do it? No, nah, wow. I ain't doing no penis tattoo. Wow. I'm beyond that now. Wow. Right? No, he said, I'm I got, beyond that now. I got, Back then, I did it now. Quick stack. Like, go ahead. But I got employees for that. You got to put your work Somebody in, Somebody else got to do it. Exactly. Okay. That's kind of like that. I mean, all your employees could turn that down if they wanted no, to. No, they can't. Like. No, they can't. They got to get that money. <laughs> what? Because whatever I had to do, somebody like... Somebody oh, so you've done me, that before? Yeah, I've done the penis tattoo, man. What did you, you put on it? What did he put? He put some stupid shit. I said I ain't gay. You know, I said he was gay for doing a penis tattoo. Is that a teardrop or is that a... He had put his... Oh, no. He had put his shorty name on it. On his penis? Yeah, he was fucking... He must have messed up. I don't know. What the... You did. I just wanted my money. Bitch. Did you make him take a shower? Do you charge extra? Was he circumcised? <laughs> Get a wet wipe. You gotta clean it off first, right? Sterilize no, man. You yes, you do. Do no, you, yes you do. No, you, you don't. No, you don't. Sure. You have shorty hold that shit. You go just like this, you get it going, you man. Gotta get I that done it. So, so you ain't taking no little sterile laxation pad and rub it on his penis. You supposed to spray that shit, make her do that. Yo, that's crazy. It gotta be a wreck, right? Yo, come on, man. That was that was the bad days. Don't don't bring up the bad days, yo. So wait, so does a guy's penis have to be erect? Be while he's yes, it tattoo? has to be. That's so why his shorty so has to be. A his, his girl was this. His so girl was a fluffer. No, he was not looking at me in my eyes. He's looking down. I told him don't look at me, yo. Hey, I, I had to. There were certain rules there, yo. Oh man. There you go. Well, there you have it. Caesar from Black Ink Crew. When uh, when does the new season pop off? Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Wednesday at 10 o'clock. And we appreciate you for joining us, man. I thank you for having me, man. And there you have it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. That's right. Goddamn Wednesday. What's happening? Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Mace. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is The Rumor Report. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Angie Martinez interviewed Mace yesterday. Drop on the clues bombs for Angie Martinez. The interview is over an hour and a half long, so I haven't had a chance to watch the entire thing, so I'm trying to break it down for you as we watch it. But amongst the things that were discussed were, of course, Cameron and what made Mace do that song, The Oracle. Well, here is what Mace had to say. The spirit of the song is I'm a grown man. Whatever happened when we was 19, grow up. But then you participated, though. No, because I have to. Right. At what point do I step in and say, I've shown you my character by turning the other cheek, and you keep going like you know something I don't know. 
What you was, know, eventually, yeah. I was going to come out the house. You knew that. So why keep going there? That's what he wanted. He got what he wanted. How does it end? If it's not stopped, it's going to end bad for him. All right. Well, he talks about having a 13-year-old son to who he has to prove that he's a man that stands up for himself. He also said he's a pastor. And why are people upset that he's moved up in life? He said, when a rapper turns around and elevates, we praise them like 50 Cent and Jay-Z. Don't make it a curse because I did it. What's the issue with that? He's still saying he's a pastor? I guess. I just heard a freestyle from him yesterday. We were talking about moving bricks and shooting people. So how is he a pastor? Well, I guess he's talking about the time that he did move on to oh, become a pastor. Okay. And moved up in life. I wonder if he's it's still a pastor different. now, if he still has a congregation, if he's still preaching. That's I, I wonder that. I mean, if it he's might still be got in this interview because I haven't had, I haven't seen the whole thing. I'm halfway through, so I'll let you know. I mean, if he's still got people stupid enough to follow him, more blessings to him. All right, now um, he also talks about the golden era, and he says he had a lot to do with Bad Boys Golden Era. Check it out. A lot of the songs I came to puff with those songs. Done. People, they never give me credit for that. All my awards went to Puff. I wrote all those songs. More money, more problems. Yeah, but that was on all Big the, Album. Right. So that was songs I had as my single that they gave the Biggie. Got it. For his album. Mm -hmm. Do you not get paid for those even now? Yes, but oh, I'm yeah. saying, like, if you, if you knew that Mace was the one doing all of that, you would see me in a different light. Even today, people praise Bad Boy. The real golden era of Bad Boy, I was spearheading. Now he goes on to talk about the Oracle freestyle that he did. He's gotten several multi-million dollar deals from that, and he said he's going to actually go on tour to let people know that he meant what he meant. And he tells a bunch of different stories. He talks about pulling up on Cameron. He drove from Atlanta to Miami just to pull up on him, and then afterward the two of them just ended up playing ball, hanging out. But then he said Cameron went and did another interview after that where he talked about him. And so, a lot more into that, so I'll make sure that we uh, give you some more as the day goes by. But he also says that 50 Cent would never violate Eminem, and so he feels like you should pay respect to those who brought you into the game. So I'm just curious where it all came yeah, back from, because it's been 20 years. It's been a long time. Like, why now? And on the Oracle, you said uh, Cam F. Jules on some Diddy stuff. So you're not paying respect to the people who brought you into the game? What is that? I'm like, man, I'm not listening to all these contradictions. I got to listen to the interview. Let me hear the whole interview first. All right, so a lot of things in here. Um, he says one day he will be in the same realm as J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar when it comes to living a purposeful life. A purposeful life. Well, I mean, you got to do music of socially redeeming value like them. That's what I thought Mace was going to do once he came out from being a pastor and started rapping again. I thought I thought his his music was going to reflect that lifestyle. But we all did, because his first it, verse it, it was doesn't. Jesus Walks. Remember he did the, the Jesus Walks remix? I remember remix, that. I remember and everybody that. thought that was the lane he was going then. But you want to go back to Murder Mace with you. And, and then he did the ping, ping, yeah, I'm going to shoot your doors you, up, ping, ping. That's why I was confused. Now you're talking about moving bricks and shooting. Like, I mean, why can't you do that now? You're 40-something years old. Those guys are way younger than you. Why can't your music reflect where your mind state was at when you are a pastor now? Why? Why not? That's what I would like to And know. I get the response. I mean, he, 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 he probably he, felt like he felt like Cam was poking on his, at his forehead yeah, for a long time. that's what he said. He's been going but, at me. But I all the other stuff up. I'm kind of confused with. All right. Now, let's discuss Spotify. Who is the most streamed artist of the year last year? It was Drake. Drake had 4.7 billion streams. But this year, it is Ed Sheeran. So, congratulations. Wow. Drop on the clues, boss, Ed Sheeran. That's my wow. Ed Sheeran, who is the most streamed artist of 2017. How did Shape of You not get nominated for Record of the Year at the That's Grammys? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. All right, as far as women, Rihanna is number one for most streamed, and then Taylor Swift is number two. Okay. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
All right. Thank you, Miss E. Shout out to Yes. Who you giving that down to? Well, you know, I never pass on an opportunity to teach. Uh, we need Rita Ora to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her, please. Okay. All yes. right. And, and we need to have a nice little lesson about side dishes and entrees. Okay. okay. All right. We'll give it to Rita Ora when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, December 6th goes to Rita Ora. Uh, Rita's a fine young lady, nice individual, but donkey today does not discriminate. Now, poor Rita found herself on the wrong side of social media yesterday when she posted a picture on Twitter with UFC star Conor McGregor. Let me tell you something about social media. It's an old saying that applies to pictures that people don't use anymore, and that saying is a picture says a thousand words. Remember that saying? Mm -hmm. Great saying, but doesn't apply to this era at all because nowadays people post a picture and they have to add a hashtag or some witty caption to it, okay? That's just the way the game goes. And Rita Ora did this with Conor McGregor. Uh, Rita posted the picture with Conor and added the caption, Date night! Now, this would be perfectly fine if Conor McGregor was single. All right, Connor has been with his childhood sweetheart, uh, D, for nine years. And earlier this year, they became parents for the first time. Salute to them. A round of applause to them for having a child. All right, now, when, uh, uh, what's Connor Jr. is his name. Well, the wrath of social media came down on Rita Ora hard, okay? Connor's teammate, Artem LeBove, tweeted, Sorry, Rita, burgers are nice, but not when a man has steak at home. Nice little jab, but... A burger is still an entree. In this case, he should have compared Rita to a side. A house salad, fries, mashed sweet potatoes, asparagus, some jasmine rice, pilaf, cheddar mac and cheese. Those are sides, okay? Trust me, fellas. If you got a steak at home and a burger in the streets, you're doing too much, okay? You don't treat a side like an entree, okay? Even if that entree is a burger, all right? Another fan tweeted, Rita, you've got a fine Irish steak Oh, tweeted she tweeted at Rita. You've got a fine Irish steak at home, mate. No need to ruin it with McDonald's. No, that tweet went to Connor. Yeah, he tweeted Connor. You've got a fine Irish steak at home, mate. No need to ruin it with McDonald's. Another fan tweeted, date night with a married man. This is a common thing for you, isn't it, hun? Another fan tweeted, that's lovely for his partner and mother of his child. Have a bit of respect, maybe. Now, here's the thing. I saw somebody tweet, man, feel bad for DCing these pictures and seeing him liking all these lasses post on IG. So I guess Connor has been liking Rita's post. If indeed Connor is liking a bunch of Rita's pics, then yes, he's setting the wrong precedent. Okay, he has made Rita feel comfortable to the point to where she feels she can take a pic with him and post it with the caption date night. Now, I don't know if Connor and Rita have something going on. That's not my business. I'm just using this as an opportunity to teach my brothers. If you got a steak at home, sirloin, ribeye, if you got a half rack of ribs at home, if you got Parmesan crusted cheese, chicken at home, fried shrimp at home, whatever your entree is. And your side dish, your sweet potato fries, your steamed spinach, your tomato mozzarella salad takes a pick with you and puts date night, then she don't think she's hus puppies, all right? She don't think she's a baked potato. She thinks she's an entree. She thinks she's the chicken fingers. She thinks she's the sizzling chicken and cheese. She thinks she's the fish and not the chips, and that's your fault, all right? Now, a spokesperson for Rita said she meant no offense. The spokesperson said date night is a figure of speech. Rita also posted selfies with Donatella Versace as her real date and one with Jordan Dunn as her date. Rita, fire your spokesperson, all right? 
gun in your spokesperson's face, and that's all they can come up with. Donna Vitello Versace is a 16-year-old woman. Jordan Dunn is a 27-year-old supermodel. Putting date night with them means nothing. All right? We know y'all just having fun. Girls' night out. Of course it's just a figure of speech with them, but not when you're out with a 29-year-old UFC star with an eight-pack. All right? Rita, you've been in this business long enough to know what would happen when you posted that pic with the caption date night. All you had to post was just kicking it with Conor McGregor, hanging out with Conor McGregor, or post at the British Fashion Awards with Conor McGregor. All of those captions would have been perfectly fine, but they wouldn't have stirred up the waters to catch the fish that you were looking for. So if you did that, knowing he's in a relationship, knowing he got a child at home, then you deserve every bit of slander you received on social media yesterday. And if indeed, Rita, you and Connor do have something going on, now if I'm Connor, I got to cut you off. I got to burn down the Carter. You done made it hot and alerted the feds because you the coosh coosh trying to be the salmon. Please give Rita R the biggest hee-haw, please. Hee-haw, hee-haw, <laughs> you stupid motherfucker, are you? Dumb. Where's Remy coming from? I don't know. I, where, why do y'all keep doing this? It's so harsh. Where is Remy coming from, Jeez, man? Remy. Can we save Remy for special occasions, all right? Jesus Christ. Goodness now, Rita did oh post God. a picture of herself after all that with uh, Watt. I guess that's her boyfriend with two hearts. And oh, she really? she last night, so. So she disrespected, she got a boyfriend? I guess, so I mean. she disrespected her boyfriend by putting a guy up and saying date night, too? Matter of fact, hit Remy Martin again. Give her another. Get, hit it. She do hee-haw, deserve it. Hee-haw, hee-haw. <laughs> you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? She do deserve it, Remy. All right. Well, maybe she was just kidding. Mm-mm. You said couscous? Couscous. Couscous? It's couscous. Nigga, but he said, you eat it, don't you? He said couscous. I said, what the hell is couscous? I didn't know. I thought he made it up. I, I said, what the hell is a couscous? I you eat it, it like don't you? slang I, for a couscous. Yeah, I do eat couscous. Okay, Ken. If I put it down okay, next to you and I said, you said, what is this? I said, couscous. You going to eat it, right? Couscous. You know what it is. I hate when people know what you're talking NBA. about. I didn't know what you was talking yes, about. Yes, you did no, know I what didn't. I was talking about. No, I did not. He had to explain. He was like, he's talking about couscous. I didn't know what couscous is. I assume Envy doesn't eat couscous. I thought couscous was like vagina, couscous. That's okay. what I thought. Right. Couscous. Right. I've been That's talking couch. about side dishes the whole donkey of the day. All of a sudden, you don't know what couscous is. It's, it's not couscous. What's couscous? It's a side dish. You know what? I thought it was a strain of weed. <laughs> That's kush. <laughs> you know what? I hate when people know what you're talking about, but just because you mispronounce it. It's wrong. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. <laughs> Up next, ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you got a relationship question for Yee, you could call her right now. 800-585-1051. Maybe it's the holidays and you're realizing you're the couch-couch. <laughs> you're the couch-couch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it may be, call her now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This morning, everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? William Scott. All right, what's your question for Yee? All right, so I went all out for Christmas this year. I got my girl a pair of shoes, nice. two expensive bags, and a dog. Is Christmas also too cliche? To propose. Oh, man, listen, that's up to y'all. Like, I wouldn't tell you when to propose and when not to. Just keep a couple of things in mind. Number one, when you propose on Christmas, if things don't work out, she gets to keep the ring because it is a present. So when that happens on Christmas, on someone's birthday, on Valentine's Day, if things don't work out, that is a Christmas present. She gets to keep that ring legally. So keep that in mind, okay? But 
other than that, I say just make it super special. Some people love would love if you you know your girl better than us for the family to be around, for everybody to be like, oh my god, and everyone to be involved. Some people would rather it be a private affair with just the two of you. Now, what do you think she would prefer? Uh, she's definitely the more big grand gesture, but I'm the private guy. Like I like things to be more so uh, low key. Well, it's not about you. Yeah, you're doing this for her to be excited. So I will also say that make sure you let certain members of the family know ahead of time. Not that you don't want them to ruin it, but make sure you give them the heads up so that they know something special is about to happen and so that they feel included as well because you don't want to spring it on everyone. Right. Well, I already have her father's permission. Okay, perfect. Well, then I think that's great. Make it beautiful. Make sure y'all get that on film so you have that moment for the rest of your lives. Now, how do you plan on doing it? Um, I was actually going to do it after dinner. Okay. I got a couple of family members coming in from out of town. So, yeah, that was, that was my thing. I was actually going to put it under the tree. All right. Ooh, that's dope. Like, it'd be the last gift and be like, what's that? Somebody didn't open their gift. Well, this is going to be the that's best dope. Christmas of her life, thanks to you. Well, I'm glad. Thank you for all you about to propose? You about to propose this woman? Yeah, yeah, at Christmas dinner. That's dope, man. Good After luck. It's really not, though, but whatever. Why not? Because now that means that your uh, engagement anniversary is going to be on Christmas. So you're costing yourself double the money when it comes to these times. Like, you got to space these things out throughout the year. Or, you guys, do you, or, you get gifts for I mean, your birthday? If she's birthday. She's birthday. He so, went all out. He already got his go. shoes, bags, a ring. He's going to spend right. the rest of this, his life with this okay, woman. So why not? Okay, years when he's like, damn, I got to buy an engagement anniversary gift and Christmas gift. Who buys engagement presents? Engagement anniversary gift. You don't, have, you don't celebrate your engagement? No, you celebrate no, your anniversary. No. <laughs> anniversary? Yeah, how you look? How you know? Because <laughs> me and my boyfriend celebrate our anniversary. We don't celebrate the day that he said, will you be my girlfriend? Well, it means something to us. <laughs> Not okay. to Envy. No, you, we do. When we first started going Envy out was dead broke. That's why he don't want to remember when he, was, when he proposed. <laughs> He's not broke I proposed, now. I proposed on the island of Anguilla, okay? So that means something to me. Okay. And then right. he didn't tell, none, right. he didn't tell none of us for eight pro- months. You proposed <laughs> when you was 19, Envy, all right? I was actually you probably congrats, didn't have no but ring. It's not about y'all. It's not about y'all. <laughs> did you have a ring when you proposed? Yes, I did. Oh, Congratulations to you. Thank you. And you're soon to be fiance. Sorry, these guys got us off track. That's all good. All Have right. All right, bro. <laughs> all right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you have a question for Yee, relationship advice, you need some of that help, call now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I tell all my break it up. That was Joe Gotti with Rake It Up. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Super. Super. How are you guys doing? Good morning. Super. Super. Yes. All right, Super. What's your question for you? Okay. Well, I have been, well, I was with the father of my child for four years. Okay. Um, And he did tell me that he was married in the beginning, but he married her for for legal issues. Which I knew of. And he had two children for her. So he married her um, so she could stay in the country? Yeah, but she ended up getting deported anyway. Okay. And, um, And I don't know why, but he never told me. He said her visa was expired, but I don't believe that. And I don't know. He goes to Turks and Caicos. He goes to visit his kids. But when he's there, you know, like, I feel as if, like, he's speaking with her because I cannot get in contact with him. And then he tells me it's the Wi-Fi. It's the signal. Oh, office, hell no. I-, I was in Turks and Caicos. That Wi-Fi works perfectly fine. I was on the phone nonstop. And they got these plans that are unlimited calling plans. So he should have no issue with the data yeah. plans and the calling. It's $10 a day. You see, and he tells me that. And it's up to the point where... She would send him pictures, and I left the house because it was just too much. And he would tell her our business. And, uh-uh. you know, when I left, and now, like, I mean, I love him. I've been with him for four years. He's the father of my children, you know. 
And I I don't know, we talk every night, but it's like he's so hurt that I left and he doesn't want anything to do with me, but then he wants something to do with me. And it's just like too much mixed emotions going on. Like, I know I love him, but I love to kind of show him, like put my foot down that I don't want to, you know, like I'm not BSing with him. But it's just like, I don't know what to do. Well, Super, <laughs> it's up to you on how much you want to take. Clearly, you know that he's messing with both of y'all. <sighs> I mean, uh-huh. from everything I that you told me, to don't be naive. You know that he's messing with both of y'all. He's telling her your business. He can't be found when he goes to see her. She's sending pictures. What's your conclusion? But she knows about me. It's okay, I'm not know. asking you, does she know about you? You know about her, too. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, yeah. is there any doubt in your mind that he's also messing with her? Yeah, and we have gone to arguments about that. And, you know, when he tells her, he shows me text messages where he tells her, you know, like, I'm with Teresa, you need to stop. But then in the same breath, he goes and he's, you know, oh, you have a nice picture of where he's going, who he's with. And I'm, like, on his WhatsApp looking at it and reading it. And, you know, we've got to arguments about it. And I don't know, he it's just, I, I, but I did leave the house. But it's like a part of me wants to go back home and... You know, we have children, it's hard. I don't want to be, like, a single mom, but... You don't want to be a single mom at all. I get that. and you, But you also don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who you are allowing to do whatever they want. True. So if he wants to be with you, then his actions have to reflect that. And what that means is he can't do things that make you uncomfortable. That means when he goes to Turks and Caicos to see his kids, he should be not staying in that house and you should go with him. And he should have no problem with that. True. That means that he shouldn't be leaving inappropriate comments. That means that he should make sure that you're comfortable with their relationship because it is a big sacrifice for you to have to deal with this. Obviously, any woman would be insecure and having to deal with another woman that he's doing all of these things with. He shouldn't want you to feel insecure. He should want you to feel like you have nothing to worry about period okay so he's not fulfilling his duty so so it's not me because he's making me feel guilty so now super it's up to him you tell him what happens between us is up to you now if moving forward you are not finding it in both of our best interests for you to make me feel more secure and to not do these things that you know are messed up that i would never do to you that i shouldn't accept from anybody then you need to stop you need to chill and you need to make me your first priority you know me and your kids obviously i'm not telling you you can't see your kids but what i'm saying is you can't can't be shady. Okay. And it's up to him now. Let's see what he does. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, Super. And you got to take action. If he doesn't fulfill what he's supposed to do as a man, then what you do next is your move. Thank you. And I'm young. I'm 25. I don't need that. That's right, girl. <laughs> All right, thank you, Yee. All right, welcome. Mama. All right, I uh, ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Now, Yee, you got rooms on the way? Let's talk some more about Mace, his interview on Angie Martinez. We told you this just went down last night, so we're still gathering together some intel from what he had to say in this hour and 36-minute long interview, but we'll have some of that for you. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. First things first, rest in peace, sucker fail. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela oh, really like Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, we've been on this radio for seven years today. I yeah, shout out to that. Baller Alert because yeah, they, they reminded they, us. They reminded me. They definitely hit us and said, hey, today's y'all seven year anniversary. <laughs> seven year anniversary. Seven years on this radio. How much longer I got with y'all? I don't know. Mm hmm. I don't know, but shout out to all the listeners out there that are supported from day one. We appreciate you guys for riding with us from the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights. Salute to all the listeners who just started listening and think we're just a podcast. <laughs> or, think, or think we're just a show on YouTube. You know what I mean? We yeah. love YouTube. Salute to all the shows on YouTube. I love I love it. I love all, all outlets, but you know. 
Yeah. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. I'll give you all a couple more years. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk miss. Listen up. This just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. We've already told you Mace was on with Angie Martinez, and he mm-hmm. had a lot of things to get off his chest. It was damn near an hour and 40 minutes. Now, one issue he had, because Mace was actually supposed to come on to the Breakfast Club. He wanted to come on. He seemed excited to come on, and then I guess he changed his mind. And it might be because he's being railroaded. Here's what he had to say. People, they ask the questions in a way that just makes them go at me. Mm-hmm. Just like if you, this morning, Charlamagne asked okay. Fab and, and Jada Kiss something. And he always just throw the bait out there because he knows that these if they have something against Mace, I'm going to put it in a way that brings it out of them. You cannot do that to people. You can't take this platform and use that to railroad any person. Mm-hmm. That's not what you're on the air to do. Yes, you have the right to have your opinion. Yes. But when you stay on a person biasly, what do you think is going to come out of that? I bait no one. I railroad no one, okay? How am I being biased by repeating what May said to Genius? Okay, well, let's go to Breakfast Club Court because here's dun, what happened <laughs> on the Breakfast Club. Mace was breaking down his Oracle disc, and uh, he was talking to Genius, and he said, people hold Jadakiss up there as one of the greats. It's just my path didn't request me to be that lyrical. I was a lot better looking, so I didn't have to be a dirty artist. Now, were you aware that Mace thinks he looks better than you? <laughs> nah. Man, I don't think he looks better than me. <laughs> so once again, how, Good am, answer, I, how am I being biased by repeating what Mace said to Genius? He said all of that, including the dirty artist thing. All right. How am well, I to blame for that? You guys can weigh in, hashtag Breakfast Club, <laughs> and say what you think. Whose side are you taking with this one? Is it Mace? Versus Charlemagne. There ain't no Mace versus Charlemagne. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, Mace also talked about other things. Of course, I mean, the main topic of, of discussion was him and Cameron. Check I think this interview is very biased. The spirit of the <laughs> song is I'm a grown man. Whatever happened when we was 19, grow up. But then you participated, though. No, because I have to. Right. At what point do I step in and say, I've shown you my character by turning the other cheek? And you keep going like you know something I don't know. What you know it? eventually yeah. I was going to come out the house. You knew that. Come out the so church. So why keep going there? That's what he wanted. He got what he wanted. How does it end? If it's not stopped, it's going to end bad for him. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Listen, nobody's railroading Mace. He thinks people are railroading and blackballing him. No, it's 2017, not the 90s. You just got to reinvent yourself. Or maybe that window of opportunity in the rap game is closed. Who knows? I don't think anybody's railroading him. I think he's... I think he's kind of. I don't want to say scared. I, I don't. I don't think he wants to answer Damn. the questions people have for him. That's well, why. Well, he just I, did an hour and forty minute interview. But even even the the, the religious questions, he didn't want to answer. But well, she it? asked him about the church and religion. Yes. He was like, I don't want to talk about it. Well, let's. Okay, I, he did. I mean, no. I, I felt like he said certain things. Listen, here's the thing. Nobody cares that Mace went to become a pastor. That's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? When you find God and you decide you want to be a pastor, God bless you. It's the fact you went from being a pastor. To being a gangster rapper. All right, let me finish my rumor and report because the there's a lot more things we want to hear from Mace firsthand on Angie's show. Now, I'm going to go to right now a clip that Envy was talking about, and this was Mace talking about his relationship with Cameron and actually how he was wearing Cameron's hand me downs. A lot of the songs, I came to Puff with those songs. Done. People, they never give me credit for that. All my awards went to Puff. I wrote all those songs. 
more money, more problems. Yeah, but that was on Big the, Album. Right. So that was songs I had as my single that they gave the Biggie. Got it. For his album. Mm -hmm. Do you not get paid for those even now? Yes, but oh, I'm yeah. saying, like, if you if you knew that Mace was the one doing all of that, you would see me in a different light. Even today, people praise Bad Boy. The real golden era of Bad Boy, I was spearhead. But that wasn't the part I was talking yeah, about. That, that, wasn't me down. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the part I was now, talking about. Now, I tried to explain the actual clip we were going to play because it's one that was just put in. But this is... It means you got it? Mm -hmm. How right. we, how we made we it go. to seven years with this type know. of I was nonsense. always second to Cam. I wore sneakers. He was telling the truth. I washed his sneakers because I didn't... My family was so poor. We had nothing. Mm. His sneakers, hand-me-down, was my get fresh. I was from the bottom of the bottom. Mm. So then when we got in music, the narrative changed because now I'm first. Remember, Cam was All-American. I wasn't All-American. I was the dirty Cam was the fresh And when you look at it in reverse, you're like, wait a minute. Oh, he's No, I was the one in the bottom looking for a way. I worked so my tail off. I got good at music. Even when we started doing music, Big L put Cam on the record. What? Nobody put me on the record. So then when I popped, I, you better believe I had a chip on my shoulder. See, you railroaded him right now. See, See now that was That's unnecessary. The That's the problem. All right, okay. Now, I just, I just want to say this, you know. Was that necessary? No. Let me say this. When Mace, when Mace approached Charlamagne and approached me, he was oh, he was man. mad because he said we was talking about him on the radio and it was affecting his business. And I told him the same thing Charlemagne said. Come to the radio. I knew. I knew that's what No, that's said. what it came. That, that's what it came from. We said you have to explain how you went from being in the church to all of a sudden being a gangster rapper. It I just didn't tell him come to no radio. No. Oh, I did. That's I, what I told him. I, I told just... him. Because I, I said I'm a Mace fan, but I don't understand it. You got to explain this. And he just never had well, When he approached me four, three years ago, was it three, four years ago? Three years ago. He said that people are blackballing him in New York and I'm leading the charge. And I right. said, nobody is blackballing you. It's just not the 90s. That's what I told him. We had a conversation. Well, Mace had planned to come up here, so I don't know what happened. You know, but all I know is I never said Mace was whack. I just said that when it came to lyrics, just bars, skills, nothing else, Mace wasn't a top five rapper on Bad Boy. I don't agree with that. Okay, Big Jada, Styles, Sheik, Black Rob, and G Depp. Even if you think Mace was better than G Depp, he still lands in the sixth spot. And that's not a diss. He was a really good player on an all star team. That's I think my Mace. Opinion. I really I think don't Mace know enough G Depp five. lyrics to and songs. Mace is in that top. To Where five. did he land in that top five? Five. All right. Mace is in that top five, cool. though. Mace is in that top five. That's I think he's definitely in that top five. Hey, now nah, he ain't better than Rob. Lyrical? Absolutely. Nah, he, ain't than, he ain't better than Black Rob. I give him no. He's a six man. Good play on an all star team. Ron but Albert. what about the fact that he said he did? Andre Iguodala. What about the fact that he said he did write a lot of those songs? That's great. That he's a good writer. Bad Boy, so. Great writer. Good writer. Great writer. Cool. Still a six all man. All right, well, that's your Ain't nothing wrong with being Andre Iguodala? You and, it, and it's also a matter oh, of opinion. So it's all a matter of opinion. Envy has an opinion, you have an opinion. He ain't better than Styles, though. Opinions. I don't know what B Dot talking about. He's not, about. no, no. And I'm never letting you live that down, B Dot. And I'm glad Styles gave you a couple shots yesterday. Okay? <laughs> yeah, he definitely right. did. Yeah, I got to definitely Styles. So don't get it effed up now. I'm glad well. he gave you a I'm couple shots. I'm actually nervous for B Dot. No, no, Styles no, not, not that not. guy. I know. He already I, said it's I, no offense. No, he's not that they type of guy know. anymore. He's J not that guy anymore. But he might, he might have some more darts for him, so He'll I don't know. Catch you coming out that rap radar <laughs> building, drop a double-door refrigerator on your head, B-Dot. Catch you coming out that right. juice bar. Yeah, you in we trouble? might throw a smoothie at your <laughs> head, B-Dot. expect somebody <laughs> like him. <laughs> I expect somebody <laughs> like him to think Mace is better than Styles. All right, well, thank you for those rumors, Yee. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Let me know what you want to hear. And I got you. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning.